good late afternoon. This is your boy, Sports Guy David, with my one and only co-host on Fantasy Football. You know who it is. Golf Guy Steve, Coach Zezzy, Nurse Nurse Zezima, whatever you want to call him, Quarantine Zezzy, my boy Steven. How you doing? Doing good, man. We got real football last night. That was crazy. I'm ready to overreact. Yeah, I mean, I was drunk doing a podcast while that game was going on. But I seen the highlights. Um, people sold on Stafford. People are trying to sell Cooper Cup extremely high. Stephon Diggs balling now. Gabriel Davis. There was so much hype around him, and I believed it, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. And um, Gabriel Davis, you know, I think could be that guy. And then Ian McKenzie, um, or um, I forgot his first name. I think his last name is McKenzie, though. Isaiah. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, like Bills are legit, Rams aren't. A quick reaction on that. Oh, absolutely. The Bills roster from top to bottom is the best in the league. I thought it was pretty crazy. The, what really I took away from that offense, besides the fact that they had four, even five reliable receivers, they didn't really use Dawson Knox. But Devin Singletary looked good. Uh, eight rushes for 48 yards. They just didn't need him. Josh Allen was the yeah. leading rusher, you know, with uh, at least one rushing touchdown. They can literally beat you from anywhere. They're scary. Like, I don't understand how you match up with them. And then on the Rams side of the ball, you got people talking about dropping A-Rob and Cam Akers on Sleeper right now, which Akers, I mean, I I own exactly zero shares of Akers in every league that I'm in. Um, I do own some A-Rob, regrettably. I, that was extremely disappointing. But what are your thoughts on Akers versus Henderson, who might be one of the steals of the draft so far? I mean, I never really liked the Rams runner back room. They were never – it didn't seem like to me that they were healthy throughout all last year. I mean, they weren't really healthy throughout all last year. And then it seems like Cam Akers was, wasn't healthy at all. And if I had to go one, I mean, I don't want to follow the hype. I'm leaning towards a little bit through Henderson, but I know what Cam Akers is capable of. Remember, he came back from an ACL tear and he played he, – he got an ACL tear in training camp and played in the playoffs last year. So you got to get this guy – you know, he had a whole offseason. So, I mean, people are just going crazy right now, like saying the Rams are not contenders and selling A-Rob and Cam Akers. I would sell them high if you guys own them. Or, I mean, I'll sell them low. Or I'll, I'll buy them for low if, if I were you, if you don't have them. See, because anyone's going to just want to get anything out of them. So I would I would probably roll the dice on at least one of those guys because it's not going to happen like that every week. And, and Matthew Stafford throwing, what, three interceptions, I think it was. Um Ouch. I mean, that elbow is going to be an issue. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast. Like his, his elbow is going to be an issue throughout the whole year. And it sucks because he, this is his first year with the team with the whole offseason. And there's some potential there, obviously. But the Bills, man, ugh, no running backs, no problem. I really thought that they needed a running back. But Josh Allen stiff arming fools like he's Derrick Henry and stuff. So, like, it, obviously, he is, he, the don't, he is the running back. And, um, Bills are Bills are looking really good. I think they're legit. I mean, they're the Chargers, Bills, Rams. Uh, I would probably say the Chiefs in that conversation were probably favorites among Vegas sports books. Um, I think the Bills just topped that thirty. It was a thirty-one to ten covered. I, I mean, they they were favorites going in too, which I was like, yeah, they probably win. They they're just more solid. Rams. I don't know. I, I wasn't too surprised like everyone else is. I was like, Matthew Severs throw interceptions. I mean, he was on the Lions. Like, people forget, like, yeah, he's a good quarterback. He could come back on teams, but he could also throw interceptions regardless of what team he's on. I mean, he did it with the Lions, even though they were the Lions. He could throw picks. So, 
I mean, I think everyone's seen that, so it's not. I don't know why everyone's surprised. I'm, I'm not at all. It really looked like they were missing Vaughn Miller on that side of the ball. Aaron Donald getting double team constantly, which he always does, but it's like double team with the chip, you know, with the tight end set over there, with the running back set over there. And you made a good point about the Rams running backs. They won't always be in this negative of a game script where it's almost impossible to hand them the ball in the fourth quarter. So things probably could get better, but I'm just next week is the Falcons, I believe. So if they're in a positive game, game script come the second half, which they should be, I'm really interested to see what the carry breakdown is. Because last year with Henderson averaging like 18 carries a game, I'm looking at some of his numbers right now in PPR, you know, 15, 14, 16, 22 over the first six weeks. Like these are very usable RB2 numbers. So what are your thoughts on either selling high or buying low potentially on, on uh, Henderson right now? Um, I'll probably, I'll probably buy. I, I would sell if I, I didn't, ha- I don't have them, but I'll probably sell, sell high for him. Um, I, I, everything you said, I agree with. I mean, there's potential for him to have a good season, and with what what Cam Akers did, it looks like they might even lean towards him more. So, I mean, honestly, it's it's up in the air. I I don't like running back community um, RBCs. Obviously, not a lot of people do, especially in fantasy, but. I think there's a bit of an overreaction, but maybe a little bit of reality behind it too. Like, oh, okay, like they're still filling things out still, you know, like it's not going to always be – the Rams are going to be in a lot of games. Bills just took over in the second half. So, I I mean, everyone just needs to chill. Everyone's just real excited. We haven't seen football. I felt like it's the longest offseason of my life. And and, um, I just got a text message. So I will give it to you. I'll reply to this text message. Give me a couple starters you want um, that everyone should have. Obvious ones, um, obviously, um, obvious, obviously ones. Which who you got? <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Like after you draft, I mean, anyone that you've drafted in the top thirty, like you're starting them for the most part. Like no one's benching Javante Williams. No one's benching. Um, maybe Zeke if you got three good running backs and a lot of good receivers. But I want to highlight the Packers backfield, Jones and uh, A.J. Dillon. Because, uh, I mean, so commonly in fantasy and in football, when you lack receiving targets, you see more of them gravitate towards the running back positions. And Aaron yeah. Jones last year, without Devontae Adams, averaged 24 points a game in PPR. That's over six games, five or six games. And uh, A.J. Dillon showed he can catch the ball too. You know, he, he averaged uh, over 15 carries during that stretch himself. So I'm very confident in A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones both gobbling up 15 to upwards of maybe 20 total touches. You know, maybe a little less receptions for A.J. Excuse me, a little less receptions for A.J. Dillon. But I just have a lot of confidence in that backfield moving forward. Um, and they're going to be in probably what could be a shootout against the Vikes in week one. We've talked a lot about how Kevin McConnell could be transforming that offense to look like the 2021 Rams. So I think we're going to get a good old fashioned shootout uh, in prime time here, week one. Yeah, um, it's against the Vikings, correct? Yeah, is that what I said? Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just making sure. Um, Zadarius Smith um, reported that uh, the Green Bay Packers did not treat him well. So that's why he wanted to be on the Vikings so he could play him twice a year. So I'm, I'm, I'm real excited to see that because I really like Zadarius Smith when he went over there with um, the other Smith called him Mr. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, they were a pretty good duo. I mean, the Packers spent like, oh, man, I forgot how much money they spent that year on defense. And it did not work out for them. But now, Zadarius Smith is on the Vikings. Um, it looks like the Vikings offense, I think Vikings offense in fantasy is going to be better than the Green Bay Packers. And if you would have told me that two years ago, I probably would have shot you in the face because that is unbelievable to think. But if you really look it out, if you really just weigh out everything, we got Justin Jefferson who got picked over Cooper Cup, uh, Jamar Chase, like number one receiver, like easy. People were just picking him at three, four. I, I mean, insane, you know, and then you got Kirk Cousins who is not going to wow you, but he could get the job done. He might wow you sometimes, but, you know, he's just like a probably above average, you know, unless he gets COVID, then he's out for a while. But um, honestly, I think that the Vikings offense will be a lot better and more consistent than the Packers. The running back situation, yeah, A.J. Dillon's a monster. That dude, people forget how big this dude is. This dude is huge. And you got Aaron Jones, too. People forget he's a little underrated, too. He was falling to, like, the second round in, in most of the drafts, too. I kind of forgot about him. Um, and then and then Aaron Rodgers on the fucking whatever drugs he's doing, those fucking – what was he saying he was doing? The perks? Uh, Hashua? Some type of psychedelic. I forget. Yeah, like, that dude – I mean, he, I think he's going to be better. He He's going to be a better co-host for a podcast than uh, numbers he's going to put up this season. Like, I, I I think it's a real big down year, even though it's Aaron Rodgers. But look at the receiving core. I mean, they got a couple rookies. Oh, but he, Yeah, and Lazard is out now, too. He's He's been declared out for week one. So, Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, no, he's out. So, I mean, two of his top four receiving targets are rookies. Watson, Christian Watson, who missed – most of training camp and then Romeo Dobbs who he's looked good but he's a fourth round rookie you know and so. also Aaron Rodgers have said that the rookies aren't doing good like and there's multiple right. videos surface of them dropping balls so I agree with you with the running backs is I think they're going to transition to a more run first type thing and I mean Aaron Rodgers can make I think make any wide receiver look good but I don't even know who's on that roster Robert Tanya's there um Right. I, I'm not sure if he's confirmed to play yet, but yeah, he's a very interesting pickup because he's going to have the, you know, most familiar rapport with. He's Rogers. cleared for week one. He's cleared. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, interesting. He's interesting. I like Robert Tanya. I have him a couple yeah. leagues. He he blew up a couple years ago and then blew out his, his knee. So we got Watson, and then Amari Rogers. Right. And then uh, Dobbs, Randall Cobb, and Watkins. So that's the wide receiving core for Aaron Rodgers. Um, I love the start running backs. Um, I, I I think I could transition to sitting Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, you could definitely make that argument. Um, sure. I know people drafted him high, but like honestly, if you have a Kirk Cousins, oh, this is crazy for me. I think I'd rather start Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. And, and Sleeper, he is projected to have one more point. I don't think that's crazy to say. I Well, it's crazy to say based oh, off – you know, like not yeah. this year, it's not crazy, but like if I would have said that last year, you know, Aaron Rodgers, what through three interceptions last year, if I'm not mistaken, very efficient year, very, efficient. yeah, yeah, he threw like three interceptions. He finished six in, in, in quarterbacks last year, played all 16 games. But I think people were just like, oh, you should not overreact. I'm like, no, you should overreact because it's, it's, he has no receiving core, like quite literally no receiving core. We did get a comment by Homer Simpson. I got offered CMC, Andrews, and Edmonds for Kamara, Zeke, Deontay, and a half PPR. What? Would leave me with Lamar, Shaquan, CMC, Patterson, Edmonds, Andrews, Godwin, Kirk, Avale, Boyd. 
I like Andrews. I didn't hear a lot of wide receivers he'd be left with, but good Godwin, Kirk, Avale, Boyd. Oh, okay. And his running backs would be Patterson, Shaquan, CMC, and Edmonds. You could probably live. I, I like it because you get Aaron, you get yeah. Andrews. Yeah, he's gonna end up with a lot of draft capital. Who did what did he give up? Zeke and what receiver? Deontay and Kamara. Deontay and Kamara for Andrews. And he has Lamar Jackson as a quarterback. This is interesting. I like Edmonds. He apparently he's the starter. I like Mozart. I thought he was gonna get the starting job, but Chase Edmonds is super solid. Andrews. Um, in one of my leagues, the tough league, I the, the girl, no, someone picked him before I got to pick him. So I got Kittle, and Kittle got this fucking great two ligament shit. So I got to deal with that situation. Yeah, I got Kittle. I never go high on tight ends. Never. In the third, second round, whatever I was in, never, never, never have I ever go that high for a tight end. And the time I do, he, he might be out for a minute. And that was a second round draft pick, I believe. So, um, yeah, because I couldn't get Kittle, so I was like, I got to have the 49er on my team. Um, I would say go for it. Um, Godwin, I know, Buccaneers wide receiver. My only, thing, my only thing is Kamara is getting drafted before Andrews in every app format, ESPN, mm-hmm. Sleeper. So, like, at that point, I mean, the season hasn't started yet, and Kamara was drafted above Andrews. But he'll get CMC. Oh, I misunderstood. He's getting Andrews and CMC? I got offered CMC, Andrews, Chase Edmonds for Kamara, Zeke, Deontay in a half PPR league. Oh, that's 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 you you take that. Because CMC is two three. If you want to talk just about draft capital alone, he's number two or three pick. Mm-hmm. Andrews was going late second. Right. And then you got Edmonds, who I think I picked up in a couple leagues. I know you did too. Um, what, what, where'd you grab him? Fifth, six? I got him in seven, but I was going to take him in six. Yeah. And then you got Kamara, first round draft pick, Zeke, who fell to the third, and Deontay is about like third. Um, yeah. You have Shaquan. Yeah. I'll I'll take that deal. I love that way more. I didn't understand it the first time. Yeah. 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 No, no. That's, that's actually a pretty solid. Yeah. I like Andrews, man. Um, he's going to be Lamar's dude. He ain't got the stack, the Lamar and Andrews stack got going on. I think Lamar's um, gonna go off this year. He's playing for the bag. Like he's he didn't get the new contract. Yeah, he didn't get the he, new contract. You know, he might go off and I don't know if it's an early second round or earlier playoff exit, I might take the bag elsewhere. I don't know. That'd be so weird to see Lamar Jackson. But yeah, you're right. Former MVP. Um, see where he goes, that'll be very interesting. But yeah, I would take that deal hundred percent. Godwin. I got Mike Evans in one league. I think he's the wide receiver one, but Tom Brady has so much options. If you really want a for sure thing, Tom Brady for your quarterback is like probably a for sure thing. All the drafts already happened though, but um, Tom Brady, I think, and him and Giselle is having some issues. Oh, I saw you post that. Yeah, I'm like, this dude's been a no kids, no wife. This dude's about to go off for like 60. He's going to throw 69 touchdowns with zero interceptions, dog. MVP season for real. So, um, yeah, um, thank you, Homer, for um, letting us help you decide that trade. Good I'm job. all about trades. Last year, I traded Aaron Jones for DeAndre Hopkins. That did not go in my favor at all. So I, 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 I'm not a big fan of Aaron Jones. I thought Hopkins was going to do good, then got hurt, and then it, it was a whole thing. Um, okay, a guy that I really like starting 
I like Antonio Gibson. Um, Antonio Gibson gets the Jacksonville Jaguars, who the Jacksonville Jaguars spend a lot of money, and they, they, you know they're trying to ch- turn the page from their last head coach, who, I mean, was never a good fit to begin with. It was insane to me that they, I, I that the whole Jaguars got me all fucked up. But now that you know they paid for Christian Kirk, which, in my opinion, was a little too much. Um, it was, yeah. But Antonio Gibson, um, the reports are saying Ron Rivera trusts him. I know there was some. Um, fumbling issues and he says he's going to kick return but now that brian robinson um i mean thank god he's okay but you know got g got lit up like it's a gta episode like game like uh dude got lit up in his legs you know he's on the pup list he's gonna be out for four or five weeks but like this actually goes well for antonio gibson that's kind of shitty to say um but i think it really bows well and he's pretty solid he was solid let's see what he do last year Bro, he, he was finished RB12, I think. Like, he's like been 11 RB, 12. 11 12? Yeah, dude. He's been a back end RB1 his entire career so far. But people were leaving him for dead because he, he's not going to catch a lot of passes. McKissick is still there. And then yeah. Robinson was going to potentially eat into the goal line work. So without him there, and he's going to be in a positive game script, probably against the Jags. Like, see how Carson Wentz goes. But with Scary Terry, Logan Thomas, I like mm-hmm. the Redskins. I, I could see him getting second place. Eagles winning the division. That's like I think my boldest scene. Not even really bold to say, but the Eagles are winning that division. They're winning the division. Yeah, there's no way they're not. Cowboys are. are they're, they're they're done to me. Uh, who do you guys your MVP pick? I heard Hertz was a thirty to one. Kind of want to take that action before. I'll we take that. I'll really take that thirty to one for MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'd probably take Herbert as well, but he he probably got like ten to one odds. I'll, take, I'll, I'll put 10 on, on Jalen Hurst. I mean, I think he's going to have a solid year. They're saying he's more accurate. He got weapons. Um, if his running back situation is healthy, um, then he's good. He's a running back himself. So I honestly do like Jalen Hurts. You can see the progression because a lot of people are high on him a couple when they when they upset the Saints that one week. Um, but if you really break down the tape, he was not accurate at all. He was just running when he wasn't supposed to. He got too, you know, too college football-ish. But now I think, you know, a couple years in, I think he's going to turn that page and he's going to be a legit passer with legit receivers. So I also like Jalen Hurts as well. I'll take that action. But back to Antonio Gibson, I think this guy is super solid. Um, I think he can have a a super solid first week um, and maybe even want to sell high on him right now or even next week. Uh, I don't know the schedule. Let me see the schedule real quick. Uh, The schedule. And you got Detroit. And then you got oh, Philly God, and then dude. Dallas. So the first two weeks, I think Antonio Gibson is, is going to finish like top five. Both That's those weeks. right there then. You probably want to sell high after week one at the most. Excuse me, week two. I mean, it's all systems go for him. He's going to get a ton of work. Yeah, and then he versus Philly, Dallas, Tennessee, Chicago, Green Bay, Indy. It gets a little rough. But um, for these first two, first two weeks, I really do like Antonio Gibson. Super solid with the commanders to see what Carson Wentz could do. What his third, what, first, second, third, fourth chance here. It uh, looks like someone took a chance on him. I probably wouldn't, but um, I'm not owning a football team. So, all right, moving on. Um, would you do you have any sitters specifically? Yeah, I just don't feel particularly. I think season long, I feel much better about him. But Brees Hall, you know, we don't know how much work he's going to get. We don't understand if he's the clear passing down back yet. 
I mean, like, uh, the, the number right now is over under, I think it's 11 carries is what I saw. And that's scary. You know, if he ends up with like nine carries and we're in a negative game script for sure, because it's Flacco versus Lamar Jackson. So, you know, they could be down 21 points at the half. Maybe not, you know, that's probably a bit of an overreaction, but still like with the game script, it seems you're going to have to break one in order to make it good. And the thing, it's just scary because if you have Brees Hall, you probably took him in at, at least the fourth round, maybe the fifth. But even then, yeah. you're starting it. Like all those guys you draft in the top eight rounds, unless you drafted Hopkins to stash, you're probably starting them all. So you have to pretty much start them. And you're just going to have to kind of eat this week one. And season long, I got Brees barely in my top 20. But week one, he is, you know, not looking very optimistic. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, there's there's a lot of reports are saying Michael Carter's still the starter. And I mean, they, they spent a lot of draft capital on this Brees Hall guy. I, I drafted him. Um, I'm in a dynasty league and it got, it drafted way too early. So it was like, I, I didn't like how early it got drafted. So I, I'm stuck with guys that I'm not really comfortable with now. But honestly, I like the running back on the other side. If you really want to compare Mike Davis or JK Dobbins, um, Mike Davis is in Baltimore. He was legit in Atlanta. Now he's in Baltimore. I like him. I like, jk dobbins uh hurt jk dobbins and a healthy mike davis over the running back group in the jets and i know we're not trying to batter the jets i think the jets soon sooner or later will get better but with joe flacco there um i mean he's still balling out there zach wilson will be out for at least four weeks the game script is going to be interesting because they could fall down and fall down quick um to the ravens and they might even just bryce hall might just not even be involved at that point, unless he, like you said, breaks one off. So I totally agree with you. It's going to be really tough for him to get going, especially week one. So if you want to try to buy low on him, um, probably, I don't know the Jets schedule, but it's the Jets. It's tough. It's, yeah. it's a tough, I don't have it in front of me either, but it's fucking tough. Yeah, and, it's, the, it's the Jets. So, I mean, it's, I got it right here. For a dynasty pick, though, that's a, that's a solid-ass pick. Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincy, Pittsburgh, Miami, Green Bay, Denver, Patriots, Buffalo, a bye week, New England, Chicago, Minnesota, Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville, that's week 15, 16, so maybe, and then finishing off with Seattle, Miami. I see maybe four wins. That's 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 extremely optimistic. (laughs) Zach Wilson's going to come back. The team is 0-4, probably. And then going to Miami. Oh God! No, no, they they're at home. Week five, they're at home versus Miami, and then they go to Green Bay. So <laughs> Zach Wilson coming around that time against Miami. Yeah, that, that's going to be real tough for Zach Wilson and that, the Jets. Poor Jets fan. Yeah, that, that that sucks. But you know what? Hey, another top ten pick. You guys got a young core, so yeah. I mean, eventually, but yeah. not not now. But you know, eventually. Okay, a sitter. I've been. I don't know. I have Bryce Hall in one of my leagues too. <laughs> That's funny. Um, damn, a sitter. Who who do I not like this week? Um, let me check the matchups real quick. I can throw in one more real quick if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Throw one more out. For sure. Uh, taken as what a lot of people thought was a bargain in the top eight rounds at some point, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You know. Oh yeah. Some, some not... people try to use the same logic of you know vacation vacated targets going to the running back. And in college, Clyde did catch a shit ton of passes. But as a pro, we were talking about this with uh, Nick Chubb, too, a little bit. 
He has shown he can catch passes. He has that in his skill set. Even shown flashes in the pros, but they just don't use him that way in, in the pass catching role. So, you know, that and, you know, all the hype behind guys like Pacheco, I just don't see him getting enough good targets to make it worthwhile. You know, I, I see a lot of what well, we got last year probably, which was 12 to 13 touches a game, no receptions really, you know, one target for five yards and really just a bleh thing. But if you get a big week, go ahead and try and sell high. Yeah, I never was really convinced on him to begin with. Uh, okay, I think I know who I'm going to pick. Let's see. Okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't really high to begin um, to with him in general. I think the Chiefs are a pass-first offense, and Mahomes will get it done, um, looking or not looking. Um, regardless, ESPN is going to be jerking him off for the rest of his career. Um, so I, I just never really liked the Chiefs' backfield to begin with. So, yeah, a, definitely a big sit for me. Um I, I found a sitter. I, I I was trying to figure it out. Um, Mac Jones against Miami week one. Um, there's reports saying he's struggling with the offense. I mean, the receiving core, I, I think I read this right, is the most expensive receiving core in the league or top five receiving core. New England? Yeah, money-wise. Oh. Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, and then you got Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, Matt Slater, and Ty Montgomery. Or Ty Montgomery is like that flex right. position. But, like, you read those guys' names, like, yeah, those guys got drafted high. But now look where, the, where they're at. And I think that's what the Patriots are at. They never – ever since, what, Randy Moss? I can't – and Wells Walker, obviously, and Edelman. I can't think of any other wide receivers that had a successful – year even though tom brady is funny because it's so ironic because tom brady is tom brady but he makes anyone look right. good he 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 spreads the ball out to 50 receivers in one season and you know the numbers just add up eventually but I, i'm not convinced on mac jones i really wasn't he's kind of like mitch trubisky he'll just get the job done no wowness i mean he's really smart has some good reads but he doesn't have the, the like his arm strength is not nothing to go home you know it's not going to wow you. Yeah, it's not, not, not nothing wows me about Mac Jones. And I and I said this right when he got drafted to the Patriots. I'm like, of course he did. He's just like a fucking quarterback. Like, if He's you're like, yeah, if you're, I don't know, you, you ever played college college baseball or college football, NCAA? Yeah, 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 of course. You know how, like, they don't have the names because they didn't have the rights to him? That's what yeah. Mac Jones is. He's just like a player. He's just you an know? avatar. He's yeah. just like number six, quarterback number six. Like right. nothing, nothing too crazy. And with these receiving core, I mean, Devontae Parker, I mean, Devontae Parker, he's the wide receiver one, yeah. Jacoby Myers. That's really it. Jacoby Myers. I mean, he, I don't, I believe he still doesn't have an NFL touchdown. He's questionable. Yeah. He's questionable. And then who else we had? We had Ty Montgomery, who, I mean, is Their he a running back? Worked well, like running the ball constantly because their defense was so solid, but they've lost yeah. pieces. You know what I mean? Uh, teams have a whole year's worth of film on Mac Jones now. So I feel like this could be trouble for the Patriots. Patriots yeah, are still it, with more wins. Uh, Patriots are Steelers? Yeah. Steelers, Steelers based off their defense. And then Mishka Bisky, Um I have an ongoing bet with my chef, who is a Steelers fan, nice. how much games um, how much games till Trubisky gets benched. And the line's like at four and a half um, right now, which is pretty sad because he's a Steelers fan. 
Um, they're going to want to see Kenny Pickett, bro. That dude looks pretty solid. George George Pickens is also pretty solid. He'll probably be a sleeper on my list. Um, I'll talk to him after. But, yeah, um, the best receiver I like on the Patriots is listed as a wide receiver three, and that's Kendrick Bourne because I had him in fantasy. And, I mean, he, he, he was a good um, – wide receiver in San Francisco, not the, you know, absolute greatest. He finished 29 in standard and um, 34 in PPR. So that that's pretty solid for a wide receiver on the 49ers that was had that had was run heavy with Jimmy Garoppolo. So yeah. the fact that he went to the Patriots, I, was, I thought that was a kind of a downgrade, but I am Sidney Mac Jones. Um, just quarterback, probably on your bench to fill in for your, your number one guy. But um, Mac Jones is not it. And, I don't think it's going to work out there. I think he's just going to like just – it's more coaching than players. And it's usually the opposite. It's usually really good players and the coach is okay, but it's going to come down to coaching is going to make him look good. But even then, I, I just – I'm not convinced on Mac Jones this whole year, season long or this week alone, um, or any of the wide receivers except Kedrick Bourne. But like he said, he's wide receiver three projected to score five points. Like that's, that's pretty sad. Yeah. Not, not great at all. Yeah. Um, so moving on, I I like George Pick George Pickens. Uh, he's he's in the, the my favorite rounds of the draft, round ten to fifteen. Is just pick as much rookies as you can. That's what I like to do. I got I get Avale. Well, Avale was picked earlier. Pickens, uh, Pache, uh, I call him Poncho, the Chiefs, that, that rookie for the Chiefs. Right, the running back Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, Pacheco, I call him Poncho. Tyler Alligator from the Atlanta Falcons. Like, I just pick all these rookies I can. And George Pickens, dude, is a dog. That's the guy you probably know him from the mean. He looks like NBA young boys just staring at the TV he's when beast, he's picked. Bro. Yeah, he's wearing like the ski mask and he's just standing all weird in front of the TV while I was getting drafted. Like, dude is going to have more fights than touchdowns this year. And I think he's going to have a lot of touchdowns. He has a, be- he has a better fight mixtape to harassing quarterbacks than it does his his uh college tape like this dude's the dog and i think he's gonna be i mean deontay johnson if he could stay healthy would be that guy but clay pool is gonna be busy making tiktok pissing off all the veterans in the back of the locker room i think george pickens is a legit receiver and um if you're in a two flex or you're really thin on wide receivers i would start him um easily i, I would start him easily it's a i i, I think i could put him in the category sleeper because his adp was round eight nine ten ish maybe even later than that i picked him up early 10. yeah maybe even 11 or 12 but definitely double digits um yeah a lot of valuable rookies back there man Traylon burks started like yeah. when we were first started drafting back in like july or june was being taken as high as round eight i got him in the irvine league that we're in i took him in round 11. he's just been falling like reports came out of him running with the twos and the threes very similar the reports that Justin Jefferson got when he was coming out for his rookie season. Um, and everyone's just jumping ship, but people forget like Robert Woods is like only a year removed from his ACL. You know, no one can tell me probably who the wide receiver three is on that team. I think I know the tight end. I think it's for the Titans. Yeah. Someone that used to play on Cleveland Hooper. Austin Hooper. No, that he, he's not no. on that team. Let's see. AJ Brown was on that team, but now he's not. Let's yeah, go. Let of, look at they the basically roster. traded AJ Brown for Traylon Burks because they took a first round pick that they spent on Traylon. You know, finally a report came out. I think it was two weeks ago. Coach. Oh, Austin Hooper is on the team. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. Nice. Oh, and they got a uh, Nick Westbrook 
in kind. Oh, Keen, right? Oh, and mm-hmm. they also they also got this guy. I cannot pronounce his name. He's he's a tight end. He got drafted. Um, God damn, I forgot what I got him in my dynasty league in like okay. the sixth round of our dynasty league. All right, Chig Ozimi. C H I G O Z I E M is his first name. His last name is O K O N K W O. Okonowon, Okonowon, Chizmiz, Chigozim, Okonowon. I think he's the second string, second string tight end. He's 6'3, 238. I've been keeping a close eye on him. He's been making some waves. So uh, just keep your eye on this guy. Um, they're versing who they're versing. They're versing the Giants week one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay. Steven. Uh, that's going to be a bad way to start the season, I think. I don't think the Giants have a goddamn chance. Um, I already I got think... the Titans to cover. I got them when they were just five. I think they're six and a half or six point favorites. Now. Okay, good. Yeah, they for sure should cover. Five, they so... should for sure cover five. Locked I think in. Derrick Henry might even score five. Um, Chismozi Okonwo. Uh, you you might just just keep your that's the, I'm, I'm I'm like the tie-in guru the tight end guru. Um, I, I I found Logan Thomas before he broke out. Another guy I'm keeping my eye on Tommy Tremel for the Panthers. He hasn't broken out yet, but watch. And this is the other guy Chismoe Okamwo. Um, deep 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 sleeper. He's not even drafted. It, like I less I than one percent thirty four percent rostered and one percent start. And sleeper. I mean, so, the fact that he's thirty percent rostered is still a win, honestly. Yeah. So just keep your eye on that guy. But that's another sleeper, um, deep, deep sleeper. This is like season long sleeper. Like if Austin Hooper something happens, to Austin Hooper, this guy's gonna to um, show up. I would probably put like ten bucks to him to score any time touchdown versus the Giants. It might even be garbage time. And, Chizzy or Hooper? Um, the the guy I just said, Chizmoe oh. Okongwu. I like I like Chizzy. Like yeah, Chizzy O'Connell, or whatever his name is. I mean, um, I'll, 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 his odds are probably like a thousand to one to score any time touchdown, and I would take those odds. But um, do you have any other players you want to talk about? Uh, Elijah Moore. Uh, Elijah Moore. This we just laid out the Jets schedule. It's not looking good. Okay, it's me a backup quarterback in there for a while. You know, two games they did play together last year though. Finishes for Elijah Moore were eleven and fourteen. He's going to get a lot of targets. You know, he's going to have a lot of good game scripts for Elijah Moore. Is it, is it sleeping, starting, or sitting? Well, you probably took him, like me, in the seventh or eighth round. So he's already – he's in the flex conversation for everybody. But if you're like me, let's say this, your three running backs are Cook, Aaron Jones, and Ezekiel Elliott in our 12-man league. And uh, Elijah Moore is my third wide receiver because DeAndre Hopkins, I'm stashing him on the bench. So my flex discussion is between Ezekiel Elliott and a really tough matchup against Tampa Bay, um, where last year he had 11 carries for 33 yards. Not great. Yeah. And uh, you got Elijah Moore in a good game strip against Baltimore. So if you're looking for – if you just need like a guaranteed seven to eight points, Zeke's probably your guy. But if you want to shoot the moon. He's projected 9.9. So For Zeke? No, no, Elijah Moore. Oh, on Sleeper? Yeah, he's projected 9.9. Oh. That's actually it's pretty 12. solid. It's twelve in ESPN, but ESPN is so weird. I don't. I kind of don't like ESPN. I'm so used to Sleeper and the, like their interface. Sleeper interface is like iPhone, and then ESPN is like Android. Like simple, and this one is all complicated. You have to press extra buttons. When Sleeper, you could just go beep beep beep. You know, 
Sleeper that's my... is the most ideal for me. I definitely yeah, it's just they got cool little mascots you could bet on there too. Like they make it like new age shit. I think ESPN is some boomer yeah. shit. My friend, I'm helping my friend manage his league. My boy Ben, shout out to my boy Ben. He's managing or he auto drafted on Yahoo. Um, that's the most boomer shit. I didn't even know Yahoo even existed still. Yahoo Fantasy, and that shit is way more dumb than ESPN. I was like, what the fuck? That's some boomer shit. If you're drafting on Yahoo. Which I didn't even know existed anymore. That's like a hop skipping away from NFL.com. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Fucking, are you gonna download ShareBear and FrostWire too while you're at it? Like, what the fuck? You remember those? You, you remember uh, those? I can't say I do. Honestly, LimeWire. Remember LimeWire? LimeWire, yes. No, okay, the there first was Frost. Said no. LimeWire, yes. Was it ShareBear? There was LimeWire, FrostWire. I think it was ShareBear. I went through like eight computers. My dad's computer's on that shit, just fucking downloading illegal shit all day. Um, yeah. But yeah, Elijah Moore. Good times. Good time. Wide receiver. Yeah, flex. Well, there's only one flex on ESPN, right? Only one flex, but I also have him in our double flex league over on Sleeper. He was definitely in consideration, but not against Adam Thielen to me. I think he's going to get a lot, a lot of red oh, zones yeah. for Adam Thielen. But, I mean, if you're looking for target, I mean, a volume in targets and good game scripts, and a guy that actually looked good with this quarterback last year in the games he played, and with Mike White, MVP Mike White. Um, yeah, I think Elijah Moore is a great sleeping target that you probably took in the seventh, eighth, or even ninth round. Yeah, he was picked eight in one of my leagues I just looked at. He was picked eight, so that's what sounds about right. But I'm glad you brought up the league we're in. Tough um, league the second year we did our draft. Uh, we didn't live stream it. It was it just scheduling has been so off with me. But we got a couple of people in there. We got the defending champ, my boy Jason. My cocks hurt. And nice. you got me, sports guy David, commissioner of the David Fantasy Conference. Um, we got the NFL Mike. Shout out to him. We've been wanting to work together. He's a Charger fan too. He's really big in the fantasy and Charger community. So I'm glad he uh, you know, he's our like celebrity guest. Uh, we got touchdown and tight ends, two young ladies, uh, 49er and Charger fans, super chill. They talked about me in their podcast, so I got to talk to them. Then they're super cool. They 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 were running it pretty good last year. Um, they fell a little short, just like all of us did. Um, we also got uh, my boy um, Brandon in the Charger. He just charged a podcast with us. He auto drafted because it was his birthday. Shout out to him. And then we got our boy Steven, who I grade his team a B. You got Jalen Hurst, Javante Williams, A.J. Dillon, Cooper Cup, C.D. Lamb, Irv Smith, Mike Williams, and Adam Thielen. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Your flex, your flex, two like two wide receivers are like starters on most teams. And then you got Daryl Henderson, Alexander Madison, Mar- uh, MVS, Alan Lazard, and Elijah Moore, like you you heard from him. And then on the other side, we got some new members on. The other side, uh, Lucas Fantasy Conference. Um, it's so cool. You can do conferences on Sleeper. Um, let's see. I'm going to the league. We got um, Smoking That Herbert. He is co-commissioner. Uh, my boy Lucas, he got a good team. We got Mac Attack, uh, Fantasy Football Champions from last year. Uh, well, they're not the champions, but their names are champions, which is kind of funny. Patriot fans, you know, they're a little delusional. And so then we are. got... Ad Riot Talks is a is a um, Instagram content creator. He has really good stuff. We got another young lady, the Lady Shot Caller. Um, she's pretty chill. She she makes some cool stuff. Trying to get some ladies involved. OSR Fantasy is another um, page. 
that I wanted to reach out, reach, reach out, out to. That. And then the last one is my chef at work. Uh, he's going to be working with me and Steven, probably not visually, but um, behind the scenes with all the bets because this is what we bet like a motherfucker. And um, he got the first overall draft pick. His name is very unique. Touchdown Syndrome. Um, some cancel okay. shit right there. I love that name. Like uh, yeah, he got Jonathan Taylor, Kyler Murray, Keenan Allen, Pat Fairmuth, Christian Kirk, Mooney, Justin Tucker, which I think he took in like the sixth round. Um, so he got actually a pretty solid team. I think I rated him a B plus. But I'm excited this year. Uh, make sure to keep track of all that on Tough underscore Fantasy on Instagram. Um, speaking of bets, I could I could show my bets and get your opinion on it, Stephen. Let's get right yeah, to sure. it. All right, so if you guys ever uh, bet on Circa, I made this ticket look exactly like it because um, my ticket is actually fading. I don't know if they'll take it, but we're going to go with this right here. Welcome to the Circa Sportsbook. Um, week one, I made this July 22nd, so the lines might be a little different. The Falcons money line over the Saints. They're at plus 200. I took that. Um, Mariota. Cardell Patterson, Drake London. I think they could get it going. They're a very young core. Saints, I know they got Michael Thomas, but who knows where he's what he's doing health-wise. Kamara, I thought he was going to get suspended. He's not. So, I mean, that could pose a big problem. There are plus 200. So, um, moving on to the Dolphins money line. I told you guys that I don't like Mac Jones. I like the Dolphins too. I think this is his year. I've been saying that the last two years. But I think this one is his real year if he could get the ball to Tyreek Hill, which people – People think Tyreek Hill was the long ball guy. Like, he's capable of that. He's the five yards and dodge everyone to the touchdown guy. People forget that. Tua could kill 10 to 15 yards. I mean, the long ball, got to work on that. But he could kill that five to 10 yards. So, I think he's going to excel. Next one, Panthers at minus 102 against the Browns. This was before Deshaun Watson's uh, suspension. This was before a lot of things. But I think the Panthers are going to win this. Jacoby Brissett, um, I don't think he's going to get it done. I think Nick Chubb could ruin my plans there. Um, so we'll see. The Bengals, I don't know who the Bengals are versing. I, I knew it was cash. Uh, the Steelers. The Steelers. Yeah, I think it's going to be bad. Yeah, minus, very bad. minus 280. I like the Bengals. I mean, their three receivers are going in like the first five rounds of the draft. Like T. Higgins was going in the second, third, and then Tyler Boyd like sank to like the seventh, if you're lucky. And then um, they're, they're, they're tied in another sleeper, Hayden Hurst. Uh, I believe that's his name. He's been getting a lot of hype as well. I believe it's Hayden Hurst. Yeah. I mean, their Hurst team is Cincinnati? just – Yeah. Yeah, their team is just stack. Like, they're, they're stack. Drew Sample, too, is still there. Like, Bengals are legit. Next, I got the Jaguars um, over – I know we are just talking about it – the Commanders. Um, I like the Jaguars' young court. Trevor Lawrence, let's see what he could actually do because he has the talent. He just doesn't have the talent around him. They did trade away Savisco Chenault. I did not like that. I think he was like the Debo, you know, could do whatever he can. He's actually on a Panthers now, which I gives advantage to the Panthers. Another guy to keep your eye on the reverses and stuff like that. And then I took – I went against my own advice, never bet on the Chargers unless it's a spread. <laughs> It was, it's at it's at three and a half. I have the Chargers covering three and a half. The line, I think, is like three now, which 
I mean, I probably should have never taken that, but um, it was three o'clock. Let me check. This you were in Vegas. It's I a, was it's in okay. Vegas on my birthday. Uh, what time was it? It was at man. This ticket is fucked up. <laughs> two two fifty nine. You nice. can't. You can barely. You can barely see it. It's been worn out. Uh, nice. two two fifty nine in the morning. Me, That's... my boy Brando, my boy Ben, we're in the sports book, obliterated. And we made this. I put $10 on it for 723 If I win, I'm going to Vegas and po- putting that shit on black. On black. I mean, fuck it. Last time I did that, um, I put 100 bucks on black. It landed on green. It broke my fucking heart. That's, um, so, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that is so tough. That's not okay. What? Um, how are you liking this um, parlay I put together drunk 3 a.m. two months ago? I think the Bengals are going to make the Steelers look terrible in week one. I think it's going to be ugly because um, especially you consider Cincinnati's underrated run defense too. You know, uh, Nash is going to get plenty of work. He's going to be fine in fantasy, but you know, they're going to fall behind. It's going to turn into the check down game. It's going to be Mitch Trubisky trying to push the ball downfield. I think it's going to get ugly for them. Uh, the Chargers, who they got in week one? The Raiders, Raiders yeah. I believe. Yep, you're good there. I don't think, uh, no disrespect to the Raiders. They got a good roster this year. I just, there's going to be a lot of getting to know each other between Adams and Carr in, during the real game. Waller still got the contract thing going on. We don't know what this running back rotation Josh, is like. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs didn't get his doing fifth option Jacob stuff. You know, there's not, not the best vibes going on there. The Panthers against, it's the Browns, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but look, Baker's not a top 10 quarterback. I know. I know. <laughs> he is better than who the fuck is it? Beef brisket, Jacoby. Beef brisket, yeah. And then roster from top to bottom. Yeah, Cleveland does have a better roster from top to bottom. But I honestly just feel like Carolina has enough. You know, they, I think Robert and Robbie Anderson is actually a really underrated receiver. I, I'm off of Robbie Anderson because he. Screwed me pretty hard last year. Um, it's okay, but it got me pretty good. Every year I've taken a Carolina receiver until this year, and I've been wrong every year because one of two things happened. Number one, there's a quarterback change. Number yeah. two, there's a quarterback change. So, yeah, yeah like I had DJ, I drafted DJ Moore the year that Teddy Bridgewater was there. Robbie Anderson was his favorite motherfucking guy. You know, the next year I draft Robbie Anderson. Sam Donald's there. DJ Moore's his motherfucking guy. You know, it's, it's fucking terrible. So you this, just stood away. It has stayed away this year. But if you're going to take anyone, take Robbie in like the 13th round. He's still the wide receiver too. So who the fuck knows? Last year, yeah. DJ Moore was the guy. So according to the equation, Robbie Anderson, league winner. The numbers. Anyway. Well, it's at uh, 102. Min- minus 102. That's like oh, almost yeah. even. So like. Oh, it's great. It's, it's probably the best odds that you have on this board. And then the Dolphins, yeah, they should be favored. They probably should be favored by – they probably are favored by more now. Yeah. And then the Falcons, that you're just going to need to come through on that one. That's... Yeah, that one, it was – I had to get it juicy. I was like, what can make mm-hmm. this juicy? In, in a, you know, interconf- or interdivision game, the, they're two different teams. Like, the Falcons are completely different. I think Mariota, as a starter – get things going because he was kind of dangerous on the Raiders when they put him in I was like fuck dude this guy's gonna run all over us and we can't stop it and um the Saints I think Michael Thomas is questionable and the Honey Badger is questionable if they are out I'd be a little bit more comfortable I don't know when this game is let me check when the game is because if it's early I in the morning you can like get it done and over with it's an early game it's my first, my first uh 10 a.m oh shit yeah, yeah it's 10 a.m 
So I will see very early if this is going to be a live or not. Um, so yeah, that's that is that's that. And then I got um, some prize picks and underdogs. So give me a rating one through ten. How how likelihood is this gonna is this gonna hit? Well, looking at how much oh how much I like the ticket in general. I like how much you I like the risk versus reward. We've got a good ratio here. Um, I think realistically, I gotta be looking around forty percent. You know, there's just because there's a lot of games. There's a, there's a lot of games. You know, the Falcons alone to win their game, you know, is probably under forty percent. So that's probably not the right number to say, <laughs> to be honest. And then all the favorites no, together. You know, the Jags are also underdogs. So really, okay, realistically, it's probably way less than it. But my heart, my heart says forty. That's all. I, that's all I care about. It's the heart. All right. Well, um, I, like I said, I was trashed at three o'clock. This is right before we that's got Subway be. at four o'clock. All right, moving on to my underdog and price picks play. Um, if you do not have underdog or price picks, I got both promo codes right. Where's my finger at? I can't get my finger. There. It's nice. hard mirror. So I got my promo codes right here. Sports guy Dave on underdog and then P-R-Q-G-E-J-O-F-Y. I'll repeat that for everyone listening. P-R dash q g e j o f y for price picks match deposit and give me some cash to work with this seed. Now i want to do a raffle if you use my promo code you get put in a raffle for a hundred dollar gas card because gas is wilding out right now but let's go with price picks first because there is a promo still alive for the next i believe 56 hours tom brady over a half a yard passing that's free square free square so go pass. ahead I mean, unless he unless he gets, yeah, I don't want to say it. He needs us to pass for one yard against the Dallas Cowboys. He'll probably throw for four hundred yards that game. It's a free free promo. So with these promos, you can only bet twenty five dollars. That's the mask. So I match you with my favorite lock of the the week. I have it in both parlays is Debo anytime touchdown, a pass rushing or rece or, or receiving touchdown for Debo which he, I think he's capable of all three. If George Kittle's out, which it looks like he is going to be, it's going to be Debo show. Another sleeper, Brandon Ayuk, um, could actually see some things. Uh, Jennings also as well. But I think Debo is going to be the guy. I just need one touchdown. That's 75 bucks. $25 for 75 Get my bankroll going. Next, my underdog play. It's cool because if you do a five-legged parlay on price picks, it's times 10. Five-legged parlay on underdog is times 20. This is where I make some real money here. First one, Damian Pierce, who I drafted in what round? Fourth? The fourth round, I believe, yeah. The fourth round. I'm on the D Damian Pierce hype train over 47 and a half yards against Indy. I know Indy got a good defense. I know that. But the hype around this guy, I think Davis Mills, I think they're going to keep it close. I don't know the spread. I I probably wouldn't take it, but I know it's going to be close. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of people are kind of like downplaying the Texans, but I think they're actually – Pretty, they're going to be not as bad as they were last year. Next, I got Jalen Hurts over 23.15 fantasy points. Love it. I mean, that is pretty solid. I don't know what he's projected, probably around that, but I do like 23.15. I two touchdowns, 250 yards, 80 on the ground. That's that's for cash money against Detroit. Like, that's cash. Next, I got Robert Woods, who uh, I these are all players on my team, by the way, on throughout all my nice. five leagues um robert woods over 52 and a half against uh the giants your giants and i know Tannehill is not the passing guy but i think derrick Henry will have like 300 yards by the half 
And you know, it's going to be the opposite in garbage time. They're just going to pass it. Tannehill doesn't pass it. He's going to be passing it. I think Robert Woods could get that in one play. That's my bold prediction for my bets. Um, he'll get that in one play. I think he'll get like a 55-yarder, get that out of the way. Next one, Debo, a rushing or receiving touchdown, just over a half. So I think he's going to get at least one. And then Mike Williams is the like the Raider killer. That's a 60 lot. and a half yards. 60? Done. 60. They'll have it at the half. Thank you. Um, I thought you were disagreeing with me. Against the Raiders, I think they're going to lock in on Keenan Allen. Um, Donald Parham is injured, so watch out for Josh Palmer. Is another sleeper. He is a big target. Um, wide receiver three. I've been talking about him all offseason. But it's Mike Williams. He got that bag, and I think he could get that one play as well. So that is my plays. Like I said, use promo code SportsGayDavid at Underdog. Uh, give me some cash and get you a match deposit. Or you could use price picks. Uh, promo code P-R-Q-G-E-J-O-F-Y. So how are you liking these parlays? I like You're trailing them. or fading? Um, I mean, as a whole, I'm with it. I'm 100%. I'll tell you what I'm 100% with. I'm 100% with Jalen Hurts and Mike Williams. And no coincidence whatsoever, I'm starting them both. But <laughs> at the same time, at the same time, Debo Samuel, okay, Elijah Mitchell, not fully healthy. And I know he's been clear, but we know he's not fully healthy. George yeah. Kittle out. So all of a sudden, you know, right away, more targets, you know, and more rushing attempts. It's Trey Lance's first career, not his first career start, but his first career start, like, as the Opening guy. Opening start, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, as the guy, though. Like, Garoppolo's on the roster, but the coaches have come out and said he's the guy, and Jimmy G knows he's the guy for now, you know. I mean, if they, if they come out 4-0 and Jimmy G's on the roster, it's going to be a problem. But – as of right now, this is his first start as the guy. They want to give him some easy touches, you know, get him some easy first downs. And Debo is the way to do it. Little gadget plays, handoffs to Debo, sweeps to Debo, everything to fucking Debo. So those three, lock. Damian Pierce, my heart says yes. My heart says yes because the Colts have a – and I say that because the Colts have a tough defense. Game script could be a huge issue. He could have more receiving yards than that. Maybe. Yeah, I, could, I probably could pick all-purpose yards, which was probably like around like 80. That'd be um, good. But, I'm know. behind the hype train, and uh, I'm, I'm riding with my dog. This is my They're dog. This is my James Robinson. A lot. Like they, last year, they were so committed to running that ball for three yards of carry. They were so about it. It was insane. Yeah. But now they actually have a good running back. So hopefully they do the same thing, and this guy pays off that draft value. So we'll see. Yeah, fourth round. I mean, I got him in eighth round. Each draft I did – it got higher and higher. Like I got him in the eighth round and one, and then the sixth round and another, and then the sixth round and another. And then when in our draft, I was like, I'm not letting Steven get back to him in the fifth because I know if he's there, Steven's going to super on him. So I took him in the fourth. I was thinking and about it. Is, yeah, it is what it is. Um, I got Debo with my first round draft pick, and and it was totally I, – I think it's going to be worth the – Debo got all these rushing yards incentives. So um, – He gets but, uh, Yeah, so – but there you guys have it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Let me get us back up in here. Um, I am Sports Guy David, the nose nose. And this is my boy, Golf Guy Steve. I mean, I'm going a, I'm to a make up a name each week. So prepare for 16 I love it, games. Man. Yeah. Keep going. I love it. And um, we'll, we'll be here next week, probably around this time, this day, and recap how we did on our picks and talk about week two. Um, let's win some money. Like I said, use all the promo codes I said. And you guys have a wonderful day. We are out.